Good morning, good afternoon, or good night, depending on when you're tuning in. This is One Man's Monologue, Episode 7, and happy to have you back. All right, everyone. Um, first off, I'd like to say my apologies for not uploading last Sunday. I was very busy. It's an eventful time. And um, today's Wednesday, middle of the day even. This is very different, but we're getting in nonetheless. So just want to let y'all know what this episode is going to be about. This episode is going to be back about, as it says in the title, 12 labors of Heracles. And I want you guys to know that that is a metaphor for what I'm currently going through in life. And what I mean by that is, uh, let's say, first off, I want to be able to give you some context. Last episode, I mentioned I have a job. Yeah, this job is basically hard, hard labor. Upwards of 12 hours per day, multiple days per week. So, yeah, I don't learn, huh? <laughs> but this job is different. It is completely temporary. And when I mean temporary, I don't mean months. I don't mean years. I mean weeks, weeks, possibly even days if it goes well. But yeah, I'm in my second week of the job so far, and it has been insane. Um, Just the pay is terrible. I'm not even going to lie on that. The work that is done for the pay, I should be paid double double <laughs> plus tips for the amount of work that i do it is completely insane those individuals there they try to sell you it but i'm obviously not listening to them and i'm definitely not staying for long but and you guys might be asking alex why is your dumb self in a job such as that well it all comes back to obviously the theme of this podcast so far so far and what that is is um I believe two, three weeks ago, old girl reached out to me. So I was just with my father, just working, just driving around. She reached out to me and said, hey, when are you going to pay me back for the reimbursement? And I'm sitting there like, I totally forgot about that. Like, damn, I forgot about that. So I'm thinking for a good 15 minutes, I'm thinking, how, okay, so we're going to live minimalistically because it's $1,800, $1,829 to be exact, but I'm going to live minimalistically. Um, I'm going to save every penny, uh, see if I could possibly find a job. If not, sell some stuff around me. I don't know what's going on. And right when I'm thinking about this, I get a call, first call from the interviews, from the applications I put in for jobs. And it's the same company I'm with right now. And it's coincidental because that's my first call that, they, that I ever got from them, from any of the applications I put in, and I put in a lot. And for it to happen right then, 15 minutes after, or I don't know the exact time, but right when she texted me that, and I'm thinking of ways, I don't trust coincidence. Coincidence is just something, and is an excuse against divine intervention. That's what I believe. So I said, hey, God, if this is the way, 
keep me on this path. And if it isn't, show me something better. And what's crazy is 10 minutes after that, I got another call for another application. This one was terrible, much worse than the other. Talking about much less pay, much harder work. So I said, okay, God, um, first one, I hear you. And I'm going to stay on this path. So I'm here. So this is where we come to from Christian Christianity. And we move over to a little bit of Greek mythology. Okay, for my little Greek mythologers, you're going to love this. So title of this episode, 12 Labors of Heracles. And if you guys don't already know who that is or what that is, I'll give you a quick description. Heracles, and I say Heracles, it's be, he's better known as Hercules, but the Greek terminology for it is Hera. And you'll know why in a couple bit. But um, the Greek god Zeus was in committed infidelity to his wife or goddess Hera. And he laid with a mortal woman and... Because of that, they birthed a son named Heracles. Heracles was born with extraordinary strength. And Hera, she saw this and cursed. Well, basically cursed him saying, I'm going to turn this little boy's life hell. So she sends two snakes to his crib to poison him, kill him. But Heracles ends up strangling both snakes at basically a couple days old. And so... As he grows up, he gets, he starts realizing his strength. Everyone around him knows his strength. He lives a mortal life as a deity, half human, half God. And then he marries, has a bunch of children, and he shows extraordinary love to them. This is where I feel as if I come in, or basically there is a relation. Hera an unknown force that Heracles had no no choice, no power, or even option over. She comes in and puts her throws her will onto Heracles and puts him in a blinding rage, which unfortunately ends up with him, unbeknownst to his own self, murdering, slaughtering his own wife and children. He comes to and he realizes what he's done. So pause right there. That is what I'm feeling. Not to that extent, of course. I haven't killed anybody, but uh, I feel as if something that wasn't within my own control guided me in a way to where I hurt somebody that I loved. And obviously, oh girl. I did not mean it. I did not want it to happen. I tried my best to avoid it. But regardless, it came to be. And so in that moment in Heracles, he sees what he's done. I see what I have done. I have lied to my significant other at the time, my ex. I've hurt her because she, she did everything in her power to move from Arizona to Florida, or well, Arizona to Georgia, then Florida. Got two jobs, put everything on her own back. And because of my just ego and pride, I trapped her in a place to where she felt as if she was safe and then forced her back. Forced her back to a place that she fought tooth and nail to leave.
So I feel as if at this, at this point, Heracles and I are in the same boat. And then continuing that story, Heracles goes to a king known as Aristheus. And my apologies if I'm butchering some of these names, because I'm not fluent. But, um, and some of these are pretty tough. But, and he says, and Aristheus has the goddess Hera in his ear, saying, give him a certain amount of impossible tasks. So that he, because Heracles comes to Aristheus, King Aristheus, and says, I need some form of redemption. And me, I need to find my own as well. So, my king, Aristheus, would be this job. And just to backtrack when it comes to me, during that time when I was stressing, anxiety, fear, I was working insanely hard. I was always taught from young from my father that you work hard, you get what you earned. The harder you work in life, the easier life will be. The less you work in life, the harder your life will be. So that was ingrained in me from young. I remember when I was younger, I think I believe I told you guys this earlier, but when I was younger, I'd come off of high school, Friday night, school's done, we're about to play video games, chill, all weekend, we're having fun. And then Friday night, every Friday night, my dad would either say, hey, I need you tomorrow. Or he'll say, I need you for the weekend. And you guys know, man, oh, 12 hour days, basically going out 7 a.m., coming back 8, 8, 8 p.m., you know how it is. So there were days when I said no and got yelled at. But every weekend he told me, you're working. At the moment, at that time, I hated him. Hated him for it. Why do I have to work with my sisters? They get to stay home, wash dishes, enjoy the weekend. But now I appreciate what he did because he instilled in my mind what hard work is. So fast forward during this time when I was really going through it in this apartment with her, I'm instilling that same thing that I've known for years. <laughs> the harder you work, the, the better you'll be. And so that's what I'm doing. I'm working hard. I'm working 12 hours per day, six days per week, and I'm producing nothing. So I'm like, okay, well, let's use what we've always known. Let's work a little harder. So that's what I do. 12 hours, eight, six days per week goes to seven days a week. <laughs> and now I'm just thinking, okay, this will work. But then, ah, I still got to spend some time with her, you know? I still got to put some time apart from her so I'd sacrifice my sleep. And you know, I know, I understand. But hey, I beat a dead horse. I tried everything in my power. How much harder can you work 12 hours per day, seven days a week? How much harder? And at some points, I'd work so hard a certain day that I'd be taking energy from the next one. You never realize when you're doing that until you feel it. And it's as if during that time, my reality was warped. Like down was up, up was down. Two plus two was seven. You drop a apple from your hand, it goes up instead of down. Because I knew the harder you work, the better life will be. What is going on? I'm working hard. I'm working long. That's the formula. So what the fuck is going on? 
I couldn't wrap my head around it. Because what I was supposed to do. So should I work less? But the clock is winding down. I need to be able to put in more effort. Put in. Because if I work less. That means that's less opportunity. That's less people to call per day. That's less money to make. You know. You understand. And so. This job. Basically my King Eurystheus. Is a way for me to say. Instill back in my mind. That my reality still works. That if you work hard, you get what you deserve, what you've earned. And yet now I do have in my mind, there's certain things that you need, you need to pick on what to work hard for. This job, I know it's a terrible job, but it's an opportunity for me to reinstill my confidence. For me to just put two and two and actually get four. To drop an apple and for it to go down. For up to be up and down to be down. And left to be left. Right to be right. Etc. To get back my sanity. And so. This is it. My 12 labors. Will be 12 days of work in this job. Day one was... Day one. I mean, every day one is tough, but man, the sun was around like 90 something. Worked like a 12 hour day and it was, I was thinking to myself, I have 11 more of these. <laughs> what? But, hey, going back on the story, Hera, the goddess, was in King Herithius's mind and told him, give this man 10 impossible tasks. So he loses his mind as to why he cannot complete them. And so me personally right now, I am on, I just finished yesterday, my 11th labor. So first off, I have slain the Nemean lion. Second labor, I've slain the Lernian Hydra. Third labor, I've captured the Golden Hind. Fourth labor, I've captured the Eromanthian boar. Fifth labor, I clean, I clean the stables of King August. Sixth labor, I've defeated the Stymphalian birds. My seventh labor, I've captured the Cretan bull. My eighth labor, I bring back the mares of Diamondus. Ninth labor, I've obtained the belt of Hippolyta. Tenth labor, I've obtained the cattle of Garion. And just yesterday, I bring the golden apples of Hesperidus. And my twelfth labor, that will be completed tomorrow, which I estimate to be my hardest would be I need to capture servers. And what's funny is going back on these labors, obviously I like to go for the third labor. As it says here, capturing the golden hind is basically a deer with golden horns and bronze hooves. So during that day, I was working a job that was pretty far in an area where me and old girl used to go to so many times, so it was a tough one. And it says here, on his way, Heracles encountered Artemis and Apollo and had to explain his reasoning for apprehending the deer. And so what's funny is Apollo, um, his Greek mythology is normally associated with the color of red. And it was for a husband and wife that I was working for that day. And husband's hair was bright red so that was fun that correlation was fun um 
after that, we, the fifth labor, cleaned the stables of King August. So that day was a long one. And for this, for Heracles, he had to clean a thousand cattle stables. Obviously, in a, and he mentioned in a day. Impossible task for anyone. But that day, uh, same here. I was with another dude working. It was, it was very tough, I'd say. And I keep saying that, but I'm going to keep instilling it. <laughs> but that day, it rained hard. And Heracles, for him to be able to clean the stables, he rerouted two rivers, Alpheus and Peneus, to rush through the stables and flush out the waste. So while I was lifting those heavy things, it was pouring rain. I looked to the ground and I saw basically running water. And it was much more, it was up to my ankles. That's how deep I was in it. But it looked like those same rivers rushing. And I said, I understand. I understand. So, I know those are only two correlations, but I see myself in this. This isn't for me to feel like once I complete the 12th, oh, I'm going to get over her. Oh, I'm going to move on, let go. I'm going to be happy. No, it isn't about the destination in this. It's about the journey. When I began this, I was down on myself, very deeply depressed. And honestly, I craved to feed that depression. Sad songs, going down old roads that had painful memories, standing in front of doors that reminded me of just what I lost. I couldn't have a second to myself without feeling that solemn blue. Days look gray. at the beginning and as I went through I talked to myself I played scenarios in my head thought what I'm gonna say to her once I do pay all that I need to and then finally be rid of her not be rid of her but move on at first I'm not gonna lie if she would have said in beginning my first second third labor if she would have said I miss you I would have said I miss you back Miss you would have probably took her back. Me being an idiot and just so much in pain. But now as I've gone through these labors, I've seen that this bit of redemption isn't just going to happen like that on after I finish my 12th tomorrow. It's It's been a realization and open front onto who I am. To realize hard work works to realize that i can be okay i've come to the conclusion if she were to say hey i miss you i would just say that's good to hear i wish you the best and that's it as the days creep by i'm realizing to myself i've i've still cried these couple of days let it out feel just wringing out the rest of the water in that towel I felt it I felt every motion every feeling I bottled nothing and I'm not saying that I'm going to be healed once this is done I'm not saying everything's going to be <laughs> blue blue skies and green grass but 
I told myself today while driving, the sky was very blue, the green, the grass was very green. I felt good. And I said, once I pay this young lady what I am owed, what I owe, I'll be free. I don't know what's going <laughs> to, I'm not even thinking about what's going to, what I'm going to be, what I'm going to do after I pay her that. I don't even know what I'm going to do, but I am so damn excited. I'm excited because it'll be just me now. Not like I was before to whereas I had one direction and that was it. I couldn't steer left. I couldn't steer right. But I have this open field in front of me that I'm not there yet. It's not over yet. Still got another day or some time, whatever I need in order to be able to give her this money. But this feeling of freedom on the other end is just liberating. From April 6th, I've just been hurting, pain, suffering, depression. It felt like I was in this alone once I get that done, the feeling of just being free just gives me the strength to continue. I remember when I was on my second labor, feeling like I can't do this. Now I'm on my 11th, getting ready mentally, physically, ready for my 12th. Also, before we go any further, uh, May 28th, 2023 was my 22nd birthday, so huzzah on that, yeah? <laughs> All right, let's get back to it. But I am going to say here, I am still afraid. I'm afraid to love again. Because this hurts bad. I still feel it. It's not as strong as it used to be. Or what it once was. But it's still there. And I feel as if I'm going to carry it for. It's a scar. It's not a wound. It's a scar. And maybe wounds do become scars. But this one will heal. Visibly. Different. But just because I'm afraid to love again does not mean that I will run from it or hide from it. I'm not going to go looking for it, but I'm going to accept it if it may come. And I'll do things differently. Not in hate or resentment for my ex or my past mistakes, but in growth and learning. I'll be better. I, I know it. I'll be better. I know it. I've learned so much. During this time, during these couple weeks. And another thing, <laughs> funny little story, my 10th labor, my 10th labor, obtaining the cattle of Geryon. So in that story, Heracles had to travel to the island of Erythia to retrieve the cattle along his way, and he killed many beasts in order to locate the cattle. And once he located the cattle and began the journey home, bulls within the cattle got loose. Heracles would have to abandon the herd and find the ones that had run away. And once he finally gathered the herd and took them to Aristheus, he sacrificed the herd 
of cattle to goddess Hera. So my day that day was very long, very long, very hard. As Heracles was, was he was trying to find the, basically the cattle. And this, I'd say, was a, in my terms, was a labor of test of lust. So as a brief context of my day, the client had a fiancé and was moving into a new house. She was wearing a cap, sports bra, and a gym-tight shorts at the beginning. And then for some reason, while we started moving her stuff out, and if you guys didn't already know, I work for a moving company, she changed to a thigh-high dress, red dress, and during the day, she was bending over and squatting a lot to where she even commented on the cup of her ass showing out. But a little bit of fast forwarding. So I didn't I didn't mind that. I was just like, let's continue. And mind you, she was smoking weed the entire time. So she obviously had some anxiety. Like every other minute she was smoking. She had a bong weed pen even the electronic ones it was all that mess so she was just anxiety written and then when we got to her new house that obviously her fiance was paying for because she was a mess she <laughs> her she was ushering her fiance out the door it was me and this other guy that was working that day and she was like okay yeah so i'll see you when you get back i'll just make sure everything's good at the apartment everything all that mess just making sure he gets out the door it's a 50-minute drive back to their place and a 50-minute back. So once he leaves, about like two or three minutes later, I'm still bringing in boxes, sweating good, looking good. You know how it is. Um, <laughs> And she, I come around the corner with my metal dolly, and I almost hit her in her shins. I didn't see her. And she was like, oh, um, do you take weed gummies? And I, I'm in that moment, I'm, I'm just like hit. I'm shocked because I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, I'm moving your fragile heavy shit. The fuck you mean I, 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 and I just say to her, I don't do that. No. And I just walk past her and go outside. And so I hear later from my buddy that day who was working with me. She said, once I left, she's like, oh, well, I feel like I make it, I made it awkward. Like, Hell yeah, you did. But, um, yeah. So. I want you guys to understand that she was giving off those vibes. If I was that type of man, she would have gave it up. I am not lying to you guys. When I was lifting up heavy stuff, she said, oh, you're so strong. And I'm like, bitch, this is Ikea. It ain't that fucking heavy. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm honest, honest on this one, but. And you know, the lust was there. I was like, you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe. She, my fiance ain't here. But then once I said that in my mind, I thought to myself, I thought about the fiance, her fiance, dude. First off, dude's a veteran. He has a gaming center in his house, many games. He plays games. He has hobbies. He shoots arrows. Cool guy. Cool guy. Young, real young. Reminded me of myself. He loved his hobbies. He loved his girl. He has dogs. And I was thinking to myself, they just moved into a new house. And she has the audacity to act like this. To just want to give it up like that when her husband 
I mean, her fiance, soon to be husband, is just doing everything. And you could tell this this bitch was out of her mind because in her apartment, there was this board that we had to move that said like the elementary stuff, like her name, I think was like Sasha, Asia, whatever it was. It said Sasha's stars. And it had like stars next to dishes, next to cleaning, next to not smoking. I was like, what is this elementary school? And so long, long story short, I said, I was in the same position too moving into a new area and to come to find that my fiance my girl would just give it up to some movers like that i'm not gonna do that to him what if that was me what <laughs> it's like you move into a new place what being with her in there would have been just no so i said no no so it's as if like, and we was working like what, nine hour, nine hours up until this point. So at that point, I'm like, all of a sudden I got the second win and I said, let me finish this job and get the hell out of here. And that is exactly what I did. And mind you, this girl was not ugly. She was not. She was not. But to wrap up this episode, because it is getting too long. Those are my 12 labors. This is my way of just righting my wrongs. Being more confident in myself, finding that confidence again to know that I could, if I put my mind to something, it could get done. And once I finally pay her, I will be free and I will, I can't wait for the man that I become from this, but hmm, that's it for this week, you guys. You may hear from me later because going back on Sundays, but this is Alex. Thanks for tuning in. And I'll see y'all next week. And this was One Man's Monologue. I can't believe I believe.